0: It is BS.show. I am Brad. She is Shelly. Uh, we've got some new equipment on the air this morning. I started a rebuilt studio and a couple bugs were still working out, so bear with us if we have a couple, couple problems along the way. Major problem is, is me, um, the guy behind the microphone. I'm the big problem. Shelley, you back? She's not. Uh, 707, it is a, a holiday for most people. No mail service, no banks or anything like that. Hopefully, you will uh, not need your banks. You know, um, Shelley, you there? She's not. Okay. A couple interesting things to talk about. One of them, we're going to talk about uh, legalized gambling here in a minute, which is, once again, (laughs) sports betting. If you would have told me, eh, I say that for her when she gets back. Uh, The other thing is holidays, okay? I guess I was a little bit upset by something I read. Thursday was a day off for uh, a lot of the schools in the area. Okay? And then I was curious as to uh, a lot of schools are going to be closed on Friday. So I checked a lot of these schools, and I found – I didn't find this on a lot of them, but on Washington school districts, Washmo schools, I saw that they were off Friday, but they were already off Friday for Professional Development Day. Okay? Think about that for a minute. Do you think – PDD? Do you think they did that on purpose? So a Friday before a three-day weekend? So essentially – in Washmo, and I got a feeling, even though it was professional development day, i if anybody in Washmo knows, uh, we've got lots of listeners at Washmo. My cell is 314-280-8880. Text me, even though the professional development day was Friday for the teachers. Did they actually go in or did they not go in because of the weather? Okay? Did they Zoom? I Well, you know, here's my problem. I, I talk about this all the time. Okay, let's say it's Friday night and a bunch of the teachers decide they're gonna go out to a particular restaurant bar, okay? And they call up, you know, all the all the lady teachers, they call, up, "Hey, we're gonna go to XYZ's on Friday. Be there at 7:30. See you at the bar." Okay? So let's say 20 of these female teachers, and I know female teachers, they run in packs, right? <laughs> They kind of do, actually. (laughs) (laughs) It's a subculture. Right. The female teachers move in packs. Okay. So let's say these 20 female teachers who are going to go out on a Friday night at a bar, and they show up, and there's a sign on the door that says, Sorry, we're closed until 10 o'clock. No, we're, we're closed on Friday night for professional development. We're teaching our bartenders how to make better drinks. We're teaching our cooks how to cook better. And we're teaching our waiters and waitresses how to waiter and waitress better. What do you think they'd say? They'd say, why, why, why do you have to close on Friday night? Can't you close on, on, on Sunday morning? Can't you have that, that professional development day on Sunday morning when nobody's here? Get what I'm going with that?
1: No, why, not really.
0: Why can't they have the professional development day on Saturday? On oh, the weekend, you mean? Right. Oh, my God. A teacher works on Saturday? Because they,
1: they don't have to work the weekend. <laughs> right. They're actually working the weekend. They're not because they're grading papers they're, they're... and planning for next week's. Um...
0: You know, you know what the name of this show is.
1: It's called BS.
0: <laughs> right? You just spouted the biggest BS in the world.
1: That's not true. It's true. That's exactly what it, they do. It, that is such
0: a lie.
1: You. Uh, no, it's not a lie. It's a lie, Brad.
0: It's a lie. Seriously, it's a lie.
1: I got your lie right here, buddy. I'm telling you, (laughs) it's a lie. It's true. It's a
0: lie. Okay, and here this dovetails into my situation, which is coming next. Okay, if you have anything that becomes a slight bit distasteful as far as something they're going to new allow in the state, what do you do? Well, you take the money that's generated by it, and you give it to the schools. That's the new stupid sports betting bills they're they introduced in the Missouri legislature every one of them has and the profits will go to the schools you know we that's heard that's what that's what the Missouri
1: uh lottery association said the the boats say and the gambling and, and right. I don't think that's true
0: <laughs> because here's what they do let's say the the budget for the schools is a, is let's it's just let's say throw out a number let's say it's a billion dollars for the state of Missouri in a year okay they, uh-huh. the, the state of Missouri sends a billion dollars to all the school districts okay so they bring in they bring in uh, sports betting, and sports betting brings in a hundred million dollars. So what they do is they reduce the budget of the school district by a hundred million dollars, and then just throw the hundred million dollars of the sports betting in. So it's still a billion dollars. If every stupid thing we've had come along, and it's the same thing with the with they're talking you know, about.
1: If if they sat there and they they paid the school district as much as they say they were going to our schools in Missouri St. Spe- specifically the St. Louis area would be amazing. I they, mean, well the, they are
0: out here they're good. Hey, all the but, schools you're exactly right because if they paid as much money as they claim they all the schools would be built in Ladue, right? You know, they'd all well, be Well, they in,
1: wouldn't be built in Ladue, oh, but yeah, they, they would. would not have the problems that they have.
0: Well, but but see, once again, it doesn't ever end. You know, it's really funny. A friend of mine sent me this cartoon. It's pretty funny. Had funny
1: peculiar or funny haha?
0: No, 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 not funny peculiar. Like where I was born. Okay, Um, this panel had it was like it was like it was like four panels of two frames each, and it showed the first panel was it showed like a horse and buggy, and then it showed like a, a modern day car, and then it showed like an old. It showed a lady hanging up her wash. You know, it showed a lady scrubbing her wash, you know, on a washboard. Remember the washboards? Remember what they were? Mm-hmm. And it showed a lady doing clothes on her washboard and then hanging them out to dry. And then it showed a lady who's in her, uh, you know, who's like taking clothes out of the washer and putting it in the dryer. And then the third panel was, I can't remember what the third panel was. Oh, it showed it showed a guy, It showed a guy, you know, with like a, with like some kind of an old push lawnmower, you know, uh-huh. like the kind that didn't have an engine on it. You pushed it and the blades turned, you know what I'm talking about. Right, put, right. And it showed a guy like on a riding lawnmower. So in other words, you're seeing like all these advantages, you know, like here's where we were a hundred years ago. Here's where we're at right now. And the fourth panel was the one picture was the before and after was a picture of a bunch of kids in school. One kid's got his hand up and there's, and they, they're all wearing all, old clothes and the teacher's in front on a blackboard. And the next panel is the same school with, you know, modern day kids with dressed and the lady and the teacher's on a whiteboard and it, and it says and it said the, the last panel it says some things never change and it's like okay i agree with that now what's interesting is here's the deal since we had all this remote learning where everybody was at home why do we need buildings for anymore why do we need all these fancy buildings just let the kids stay home learn that way no you don't would agree would
1: you with? have homeschooled
0: you know i i regret the fact that i didn't do that with my kids why? Well, once again, I had three sons and a daughter. My daughter was the perfect angel. I mean, she was perfect at school. She, w- I mean, she just got straight A's. She was like perfect. My sons were all a mess. My oldest son dropped out of school. And quite honestly, to this day, my son was no angel. I'll admit that. But he got forced out by a principal, a principal that just had it in for him. I mean, literally had it in for him. And it's not me saying that. I had teachers that worked at the school who called me up and said, Boy, Mrs. So and so's just got it in for your son. You know, I mean they would tell me this. I mean, you know, it's one thing when the parents say, Well, the the principal doesn't like my, you know, the assistant principal doesn't like my kid. Okay, I get that. Every every kid gets in trouble. The parents, if the parents are jerkizoid parents, parents say, Well, it's not my kid's fault, it's the principal's fault. But it's different when, what's the old saying? It's not it's not being paranoid when people are actually out to get you. You know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> you, know? you know that well. <laughs> right. So so I have too much experience with schools, and my, my other two sons was the same way. My youngest son, by the way, I had most delightful lunch with him yesterday, delightful. He called me up he was, "Hey, Dad, you want to have some lunch?" So I went to, to went to had dinner with my youngest son. My, my youngest son, and if he, and I'm not saying anything that he would be embarrassed about because he would admit this freely. my youngest son, his his junior year, he just gave up, just gave up on school, just gave up, didn't care. And I told him.
1: Well, that's I, because all your kids are very bright.
0: No, no. He's, he. Just,
1: and they probably were bored, well, he, just w- like you were.
0: He was bored. But the problem is he gave up on school. And I said to him, I said to him, you are going to graduate from high school if it's the last thing I do. And I told him, I said, if I have to come up to school every single day, I'm going to do it. So starting at the beginning of the school year, senior year, I showed up at the school. I had a piece of paper. I knocked. I, I got his class schedule. I went and visited every teacher. And I gave this piece of paper to him. It's like 8 half by 11. I go, hi, I'm Brad Hildebrand. I'm Drew's son. Here's what you're going to experience with Drew. And I wrote all these things out. Blah, 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 blah. I had a couple of the teachers go like, I've never had this happen before. What, you know, what, what are you, what, why are you doing this? I go, because I'm warning you, this is what's going to happen with him. And it is my goal to have him graduate from high school. And I am going to do whatever I can to get him to graduate from high school so so after about a week i had a couple of the teachers i said you can call me anytime 24 hours a day here's my phone number just like i give it out in the air matter of fact it's funny i got a guy who called me a couple times he called me this morning at six o'clock this morning i'll tell you about that 314-280-8880 that's my cell phone number that's my you want to text me that's my text number you can text me and and the smartest woman in the world will be amazed about how good the ding sound with my new equipment I mean, anyway so after about two weeks i got a couple of teachers called me said you know you're right about your son Here's what my son would do, and once again, he wasn't—he wasn't a jerk. He wasn't causing problems. He just didn't care. If the—if the the teacher gave in an in-school uh, an in-class assignment, let's say they gave out a worksheet, my son would turn it in blank. He wouldn't even do anything. He'd just sit there, just stare off into space and amuse himself or something like that. Turn it in blank, and the teachers were like, "I can't believe he did this." I go, "That's my son." So it got to the point where I was—I was at the school. God, I was up there probably once a week, maybe even more than that, and to the point where I was regular contact with with and and if I told you the rest of the story, which I can't tell in the air, the only reason he graduated was because of Deca. Really, I got him a job, right? And and the teacher, he I got him a job and he worked for this company which I won't remember won't say who it was. And if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. And I think I told you this story one time before. He you did. probably don't remember it. And, and he went to work, and the teacher, the DECA teacher had, had, I don't know, they have to meet with the employer like every two weeks or something like that. And, and the teacher met with the employer every two weeks and reviewed his progress. And that's how he graduated from high school. Because if he didn't have that DECA class, he wouldn't have enough credits. So that was how he graduated from high school. And, and the sad part of it is, is that I really do think that, that education nowadays, you know, I say it all the time. I learn, you're going you're gonna to get mad when I say this, I learn so much from YouTube. I'm telling you. I learn something new practically every single day of my life from YouTube. For example. Oh, good. No, 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 seriously. You know seriously. I, you know oh, I, good. You and I watch, you know when I get off the air today? First off, if I told you what I got to do today, if I tell this story on the air, as soon as I get off the air at eight o'clock, I jump in my car and drive about forty miles to fix something. Okay, if I told you what I'm doing, you wouldn't believe it. Okay, but yeah, I would. I'm watching a video last night. I told you my my deal with windshields. Okay. Yeah. I don't have a car. I've I don't know how many cars I have. Ten, eleven cars and trucks, stuff like that. I can't, you know, can't. I can never refuse a car. Somebody says uh, I'm going to get rid of it. I'll pay a hundred bucks for it. It's yours. Okay. Tow truck comes and it gives it to me. Okay. I can't keep a windshield in a car. If if I have a car, if I have a new car, this happened, the two newest cars I bought, within a month, both of them had cracked windshields, okay? And the car I'm driving right now, which is my $500 car, I put a new windshield in about a year ago. What did I say? Right before Christmas, I had a rock hit it on 70. I had a dump truck, rock bounced off, bang, hit it. But I got a starburst. I watched this guy repair the windshield with this ten dollar kit from Wally World and I'm going like man when I get off the air tomorrow morning as soon as I do my other project I'm going to buy one of those kits and what was fascinating was he took you through the whole thing now what was really interesting well you know you know you got to clean the windshield you know how he cleaned the windshield uh-uh he's got this glass cleaner called have you ever heard of this called invisible glass Have you ever heard of this before I have not okay it's a glass cleaner and what it does is you spray it on. I'm not exactly how, how sure how it works. Um, hold it a minute. She's saying, uh, nope, you were holding too close to the microphone. Okay, hold on a minute. I don't know what that means. Okay, let me look at this stuff again. He sprays the, He sprays the. and, and this guy is doing this uh, you know, live on a YouTube video. And I'm going like, holy cow, I can't believe this is working. Let me try to look at this invisible glass. Invisible Glass, they have a website, invisibleglass.com. It's some kind of spray-on, and what he would do is he'd had a spray can, an aerosol can of this liquid glass, or the invisible glass. He'd spray it on the windshield, and then he would take a razor blade and run the razor blade all over the window with this glass cleaner. You know, In other words, the one-sided, single-sided razor blade, and he would turn the razor blade so it was flat, and he would just scrape like the glass cleaner off the window. And I'm going like, "Huh, okay." I'm going, "What in the world is he doing?" And he said He's that,
1: trying to get all the particulates off.
0: But that but it also cuts down it cuts all the film off. Literally, your the glass cleaner is is chemically cleaning the glass and the razor blade is physically cleaning the glass and they're working simultaneously, okay? Okay. Then he opens up this little package from Rain-X. It's called the windshield repair kit or something like that. And it has a little dumohickey. It has like this little it's like this little X and it has a suction cup on each end of the X. Get where I'm going with this so far? Okay. And in the middle there's a little port. And you take this little X Hickey, and you put it so that the port is right above the you know, the, the starburst on your windshield. And then yeah. you stick this Dumahickey on the 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 uh, you know uh, on the windshield so that the port is right over where the damage in the glass is okay, right? And then there's a little little dropper, a little eyedropper thing, and you drop like three or four drops in this little little port, and then you've got the screw that screws into this port, and as you screw it in. It pushes this 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 stuff, some kind of epoxy, something like that, down into the glass, and you let it sit. For like he has a timer; it's supposed to sit for so many minutes. Then you take off the the little duma hickey and you put on what they call a cure strip, which looks like a clear piece of plastic. It's like adhesive, and you stick it over the repair. And you're supposed to do this outside, you know, in the sun, because the sun will then cure the this epoxy through this little cure strip. And if you don't have it, you go and get. And what he did was he had an old black light left over from a Halloween thing he did. So uh-huh. he sticks the black light on his windshield and plugs it in. And I'm going like, this isn't going to work. And he takes, you know, after so many minutes, you know, he does a little bit of a time lapse. He pulls the black light up, pulls the cure strip off. It's fixed. I'm going like, I'm going to Wally World today. I'm <laughs> buying one of those today. I'm going to try to fix my windshield. I'll tell you if it works tomorrow. Okay. Now, see, I would have never known that. And once again, here's the deal: if you call, like, and and this is what's funny, I had I had a meeting recently with an insurance agent trying to get her to advertise on the on the radio, and she was telling me about the problems they're having with insurance companies, that insurance companies have gotten strict on the people who are making too many claims, and she talked about the fact that she had one of her clients that recently got cl- canceled because she makes all these. 80 and $100 claims. And she said she claimed three windshields and they canceled her. Okay? In my life, I probably replaced, I'm going to say, well over 100 windshields in my life. I have never, ever, ever claimed one on insurance. I paid for every one of those stupid stupid windshields. Because that's the problem. Insurance is not for the little piddly stuff. You eat those things. But so people go, well, I paid for insurance. I'm going to use it. Guess what? You use it, and you you know you, you know. Once again, if you're driving down a highway and your car you hits an ice spot and you end up in the ditch and your car rolls over, thank God you're okay, but your car's totaled. That's what your insurance is for. If your car yeah, ca- or if
1: you have a hundred thousand dollar claim on your house because it flooded,
0: or if it catches on what you call it catches on fire or something it. like that. Yeah, you don't you don't claim the fact that that some kid threw a rock through your your window and broke your storm door. You know what I mean? You know yeah. you 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 know. Once again, you say eh, I'll call the you know the glass, I'll call the glass guru and get that fixed.
1: But if it's real big, they will cancel you.
0: What's that? Your claims. Well, it depends. But what typically was she saying that most of the people that like the most of the cancellations are because people are nickel and dime in the insurance companies. You know, I mean, once again, they're, it's not designed for that. Anyway, so I'm going to assume, <laughs> so I got to get off the air at 8 o'clock. I drive 40 miles to fix something. I have to... <laughs> If, if you saw my one area with all my tools now, you'd actually be proud of me because I have all my tools categorized. I have them in, you know, I become a milk crate freak, and I have all my tools categorized. <laughs> yes, you have. I have all my tools categorized in milk crates. I think I have forty milk crates now, and I think I have thirty-five of them that have tools in them. But
1: are they all marked, or do you just oh, know?
0: you know what I'm going to do? What? I made a, I made a I'm on one of mine one of my things i made a i i did this with two by fours i made a a a roll around cabinet with for my milk crates that has all my tools in it when i uh, next break it's here at the station i'm going to take a picture of it and i'm gonna send it to you and let you take a look at it okay and and i'm going to ask you don't say anything about it next break don't say anything about it until we actually go on the air But I want you to review my organization. Because I'm not the most organized guy in the world. You know that about me. No. (laughs)
1: Spreads. Really?
0: So I want you to look at this and tell me what you think of this, okay? Okay. Okay. We're going to take a break. Uh, For all you school teachers off today who are... You know, who are like, and I know, uh, you know what? Oh,
1: snooze, Brad. You're
0: you're right. They're not really off today. I bet you their school teacher's been up since 5 o'clock this morning grading papers and doing school prep. You
1: You know, know that's probably true.
0: (laughs) Right. BS. 727.